and, and we're going to be in First John chapter 1 and he lays out something uh, that most of us don't think much about. I'm not, you may fit in the category where you, you're doing what he says do but some of you may fit in the category where you're not doing what he says he'll do. So what I'm fitting to preach either you need to repent and get right or if you're living right you need to start witnessing and telling people about Jesus you, you need to get up and get out and tell somebody the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ and, and here we are at 1 John now, he, you understand that he wrote 1st, 2nd and 3rd John late in his life and, and First John chapter 1 says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the word of life. There's a capital W there. He's saying we walk with Jesus Christ. We handled the word of life. We was with him. We seen the blessings. We seen, we seen everything. We heard all the sermons. We seen the miracles. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. He said that we have eternal life through Jesus Christ. He, Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. There is no other way to get to heaven. And I'm telling you, there's many people, many people that you watch on TV, some of them are extremely famous, that will tell you there's several ways to heaven. That is a lie out of the pits of hell. I want you to understand, that is a lie out of the pits of hell. They ain't but one way, and the devil's trying to deceive you. The devil don't want you to find that narrow gate. The devil don't want you to be holy. The devil wants you to live a life of sin and just assume that because you go to church, you automatically go to heaven. That is a lie. God don't care about your attendance record. He cares about your faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. He says... That which we have seen heard, and heard declare we unto you that you also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. He said the joy that you receive when you have eternal life through Jesus Christ, the joy that you feel as a saved Christian, when you wake up in the morning, do you have that joy? Do you know? Beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you died, you'd go to heaven. If that's you, every day you should have joy. You shouldn't be letting things bother you. Because this is just a vapor. We just passing through. This ain't your home. Don't get upset about things that's going on around you. Get out there and witness to the lost and tell them, Hey, this ain't what it's about. All what it's about is, is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? That's the most important question you'll ever answer. Is your name in the Lamb's Book of Life, yes or no? There's no other question more important than that one. He says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. In other words, 
that there is no sin in God. He is perfect. He is holy. He is separated from us. He can't even look at us. The only way he sees us is if he sees the blood of Christ applied to our life. So you see, God either sees us in Adam. Read Romans 5. He either sees you in Adam. In other words, he sees you in sin or he sees you in his son, Jesus Christ, meaning the blood has been applied to your life. Only two things. Either you're in Adam or you're in Christ. Either you're lost or you're saved. There's only two things. He says, If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk the darkness, we lie and do not the truth. In other words, if you are living in sin... And say you're a Christian. He said you are a liar. There is no way that, that, that if, if your life don't line up with the word of God, something's wrong. Something's wrong. But now listen to what he says. Now listen to this. He says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. But if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. You see, the first thing you got to realize is that you're a sinner. And that you're in need of a Savior. And, and, and just because you can get forgiveness does not give you a license to sin. But you will not be perfect. You will make mistakes. Listen to what I'm saying mistakes you will not be willfully sinning you will not be fornicating you will not be homosexual you will not be a adulterer you will not be a liar you will not be a thief you will not be an alcoholic you will not be a drug addict you, you won't be you know whatever whatever your sin is you won't be on purposely sinning your sin will not have dominion over you he says if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His word is not in us. So what He's saying is, if we say we have no sin, we are a liar. No man is perfect. I've actually heard of, of, of religions where they say that the pastor and the deacons live a life without sin. That's a lie right there. They ain't but one perfect one, and that was Jesus Christ. He said, if you say you have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not true. God said we sin. But that does not give you a license. That does not give you an okay to sin, does it, Brother Donald? That's right. All right. He says... My little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. How awesome is that? That if, 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 if you sin, we have an advocate. You, Jesus said, pray in my name. Why? Because he's the advocate. He's our lawyer. He's our go-between. He's the bridge. He's, he, God can't look at us in sin. 
But he'll look at his son, and our son goes before God and says, Hey, God, old Danny messed up again, but he sure is sorry, and he's repenting. And God will grant the repentance. Because Jesus went to him, and he knew my heart. He knows your heart. He knows if you really ask him for forgiveness or not. Sometimes we, 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 we think we do it. It's better to ask forgiveness than it is to ask permission so sometimes we commit a sin with the sole purpose of asking for forgiveness later. But God knew your heart in the beginning. He knew you was going to do that. He says, And hereby we do know that we know Him if we keep His commandments. There's always a clause. There's always a but. There's always an if when, when, when you're dealing with God. He says, over and over, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Here he said, and hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. So if you're not keeping his commandments, you don't know Jesus Christ. Because if you know Jesus, you feel his love, you understand the sacrifice, you understand what went into getting you saved. That there was a plan set in motion before the foundation of the world that Christ would be the head of the church, that Christ would be the advocate, that Christ would be the priest, that Christ would hang on the cross, he would bear our sins, that he bought our sins, he redeemed us. And how dare us say that we're saved but willfully live in sin. Please understand there's a difference and letting sin have dominion over your life than living as a Christian and making mistakes. There is a big difference. There ain't no preacher you know that don't commit a sin. But your preacher shouldn't be out fornicating. He shouldn't be out drinking. He shouldn't be out doing anything. He should be setting the best example. But if he falls, you should see him repent and get back up. Because that's what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to set the best example. Verse 4 he said. He, he that saith I know him. And keepeth not his commandments. Is a liar and the truth is not in him. Oh listen to that again. He that saith I know him. And keepeth not his commandments. Is a liar and the truth is not in him. What commandments is he talking about? To love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Do you love your neighbor if you're gossiping about them and tearing them down and talking about them? Do you love your neighbor if you see they're in need and you don't even pray for them? Do you love your neighbor and, and you, you know his lawnmower's tore up? You go over and you can cut his grass for him. Do you love your neighbor as you love yourself? One more right here. We're going to get back to the music. He says, But whosoever keepeth his word in him, verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought, him else, ought himself also to walk even, in he, even as he walked. In other words, as Christ walked the earth, Committing no sin. That should be who we pattern ourselves. Don't pattern yourself after some 
athletic person. Don't pattern yourself after your preacher. Don't pattern yourself after Paul or Isaiah. Pattern yourself after Jesus Christ. That's who you try to walk like. We are Christians. We are disciples. And when you make a mistake, you ask for forgiveness and you repent, which means you don't do that sin again. You, I mean, a lot of people... Uh, especially alcoholics and I deal with a lot of alcoholics and they'll say well I repent from drinking and they drink again they come back oh I gotta repent again and they go back to drink that's not repentance you're making mockery of grace you're making lasciviousness of grace and God will get you for that when you repent that means you don't do it again you take a stand and you don't do it again amen but this is how you gotta live one day at a time. Amen. We're going to play this song one day at a time by Linda Wright. Amen. I, I hope y'all. Well, I hope y'all are enjoying your Friday. And remember to go to church this Sunday.